Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. Listening to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates, helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other Star Wars Action News listeners, and much more, including information on how you can be part of the show. Or yay, Steelers! Whichever one. Welcome to Star Wars Action News. I'm sure a lot of you were watching the Super Bowl yesterday. If you were, there was only one good reason, and that's the Darth Vader ad. Why? You can see it online. Why would you watch the Super Bowl if you could see it online? High def, 72 inch. Oh, do you really need to see a little kid dress as Darth Vader in high def? No. Maybe, because it's Darth Vader. And there were also ads for Thor and Captain America. Again, online? High def, 72 inches. There's a reason I T-vote it. Yes. We are not football fans, but... We play one on the podcast. Not really. I don't even play one. Welcome to our pre-Toy Fair episode of Star Wars Action News. As a reminder, next week, we're going to be coming to you live on tape from New York, or whatever this pro- counts as. Live, live from digital media? Yeah, live from... Our bits and bites will be hopping, bringing you Toy Fair news. I'm surprised how few leaks there have been from Hasbro this year. I mean, yeah, we know about the attack shuttle and some of the figures, but really, this is one of the few years where we're going in kind of blind. Yeah, we are. We don't know what to expect. I can't wait, though, because I'm tired of going to stores and finding nothing. I have been stalking my Toys R Us looking for the Battle Over Endor Battle Packs. No sign of them at all. And other than that, there's not that much more even to look for. We still haven't seen any of Waves 4, 5, or 6 in our area. No, it's been pretty dead. Now, we haven't hit stores as much as we'd like because of the torrential snow apocalypse that we talked about in our last show. But we did hit an emergency trip to Walmart actually looking for some ice melt. And I went to the clearance section again to find our TIE bomber still on clearance at $38. You know, clearance is all relative, Arnie. Relative to how much I guess they really want to sell it for. I think that there is this misconception. Well, I know there's a misconception that people will pay anything for Star Wars. And why bother putting it on clearance when someone will buy it at full price with the red tag on it? Because they think they're getting a deal. I think of all the franchises, Star Wars is the one that gets most taken advantage of. Well, with good reason. Because if we move right to our online news, Hollywood Reporter had an article this past week. Star Wars had record toy sales for a non-movie year. So even without the theatrical support, not counting Savage Press, 
Star Wars is breaking records. Well, that wasn't a movie released in theaters. It was a special screening of three episodes, so that does not even count. They sold over $510 million worth of toys last year, and that's not even counting, I think, the sideshow, gentle giant, where most of our money goes. This is primarily Hasbro and Lego. Mm -hmm. It was the best-selling boys' toys license for the third consecutive year, making me wonder what it was four years ago. (laughs) Ben 10, maybe? Maybe Transformers. That was, I think, when the first one of the movies came out, or... Well, the thing about the toy aisles, it depends on what's hot on Cartoon Network at the time. And Clone Wars is. Mm-hmm. They did mention that the TV series helps keep longtime and new fans spending. So I think there's a reason why people think they can charge whatever for Star Wars. But when you hear reports of tie bombers for $14 at some Walmarts and 38 at ours, I'd buy another one for $14. I'm not going to buy another one for 38 You'll be waiting a long time to buy that other one. Now, for some reason this year, the Super Bowl ads have pretty much come out before the Super Bowl, and we're seeing teasers for ads. We're seeing the ads ahead of time, and one that's been generating a lot of buzz among Star Wars fans is the Volkswagen Passat ad where the little boy is Darth Vader. It is cute. I gotta give it that. It is kind of cute, because it's what every little boy dreams of doing, using the Force, and it really works, but it says dad. You can see it readily online. There's a link from our homepage to where you can view it. If you didn't see it live at the Super Bowl. Here's the thing. Yeah, it's cute. It's funny. It got a laugh out of me. Kid was a good actor. But. (laughs) Does anyone else find it odd that, let me walk you through this. The Imperials were based by George Lucas on Nazis. The flare-out from the helmet on Darth Vader is much like the Nazi helmets. Nazis had stormtroopers. Volkswagen, a German company, is using Nazi imagery to sell us their cars. Oh, wow. You really need to tell us, like, Rush Limbaugh or somebody. (laughs) He'll have a field day with that. I mean, it's recycled Nazi imagery through the pop culture American view but we're using Nazi influence to sell us ger- Americans German automobiles through the American pastime of the Super Bowl. Wow. Now I see it in a whole different light. Thanks, Arnie. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. So when people wonder what Hitler did as a child and, you know, the whole Hitler child time travel paradox, maybe Hitler went around and tried to use psychic powers while wearing a helmet. I don't know. I have a weird historical sociological viewpoint on things, but it's a very cute ad. Not a bad looking car. I know. That's what I said. But my next car is going to be a Mini Cooper convertible. If you're in the mood to wear a cute shirt with an Adit on it and a toilet, you want to head over to Threadless. They have an Adat puppy shirt, but it's the Adat puppy drinking out of the toilet bowl. I don't know if I'd wear a toilet bowl on my shirt. Here's the thing. It looks just like the Galactic Heroes Adat. It does. It is entirely the same proportions, the same legs. It's like somebody got the Galactic Heroes Adat and sketched it and put its head in a toilet bowl for a shirt. It's incredibly cute, but it's a toilet. It is a toilet on your shirt, and I just don't know what kind of message that sends. I think I'm going to have to skip this one. Here's the other thing. I know it's supposed to be a puppy drinking out of a toilet, but how do we know that the Adat just wasn't out drinking last night a little too much? He could have been vomiting. It's it's not really clear. <laughs> Some higher-end collectibles went on sale this week. Sideshow put up for sale their premium format Emperor. And as I said in the new release email, I have trouble calling it a premium format figure when it comes in a giant freaking chair. What would you call it? Like diorama then? It's almost a diorama or... He didn't stand much though. 
Well, he was using that cane, and he primarily just sat there and was master of all evil. Okay, so he needs to be in his chair sitting down. The throne is as much of him as he is. I like that they gave us the throne. Don't get me wrong. I much prefer that to, say, the Boba Fett on the generic base. But that's why it's $500. The only one I paid that much for was Grievous, who was a figure, but just a really, really awesome one. When they start bringing in all this polystone, then they've got a higher price point. Now, there's an exclusive version limited to 500 pieces still in stock as of this recording that comes with, they call it, a switch-out portrait. They don't say a switch-out head, but a switch-out portrait. So I think that means you just get a face. And yeah, that's kind of how I'd take that, too. Like a face magnet that mm-hmm. holds on. I've, you could have creepy faceless emperor, then. It is a really nice piece. 500 Also out this week was an item I didn't know that was coming. It's a shared Star Wars shop, Gentle Giant exclusive, of an airborne trooper from Mace Windu Squad, which means he's purple. Of course, because he has the rights to anything purple. If I had Stormtrooper squads or clone troopers, they'd be pink, sparkly glitter. Because that's my signature color sometimes. But then I change my mind a lot, so what would I want to do then? That's good. If Prince was a Jedi, would he and Mace Windu have to fight <gasps> over the purple? Oh, that would be an issue if Prince was also a Jedi. That would be a huge issue. He, he would be an awesome Jedi because he'd be the purple of Mace Windu and the height of Yoda. Yes. But you can get this at StarWarsShop.com. Where it's $5 off at the moment for $54.99. I'm actually taking a wait and see on this. I've picked up a lot of minibus lately for $25. They're making 1,250 of these. Star Wars Shop still has that freaking red clone episode 2 helmet. And it's 30% off. I'm thinking this may go lower. It may bite me. I may end up paying more on eBay. But I'm, I'm going to take that risk and it's play the long game. still a high edition number. $12.50. Yeah, I, I think that... Either on eBay or through Star Wars Shop mm-hmm. themselves, I will be getting a deeper discount on yeah. that, I think. And to be honest, people still aren't flocking to the high-end collectibles like they used to. 07 and 08, we saw an unprecedented amount of people in demand for these high-end collectibles. Even the bus. I mean, that General Giant Bust World Tour was a nightmare, but it has small edition size. And the things that have the larger edition size now you can buy them at a deep discount. And yeah, you're taking a gamble. However, why not see if you can do two for one? I mean, I got bit this week. AFX Collectibles had a Valentine's Day sale. Do you remember that Pepto-Bismol pink Darth Vader helmet? Yes, and the money went to breast cancer research. Some of the money went. It did, some of the money, yes. AFX had for nineteen ninety nine. I paid $60 for it at Comic-Con. Yeah. The Django Fett scaled helmet was half off for $29.99. Ula and Farm Boy Luke minibus for $35.99. Even the Celebration 5 Gentle Giant Bosk maquette, which I pre-ordered before Celebration 5 thinking that would be the hardest to get out of because I realize it's Bosk and like a few people like Mary Franklin love Bosk, but overall he's kind of secondary. But given his appearance in the... Clone Wars, given his appearance in the original trilogy, and given just how freaking cool that maquette was, I bought it pre-order. It was half off at AFX for $45. Now, it's a AFX exclusive item now, but $45 for that. I don't regret paying it. I love the Bosque Bust. How but, would you know? That's yeah. the thing. And the Slave Leia animated maquette, down to 60 from 100 at AFX. A lot of really deep discounts, so that's why I'm kind of taking the wait and see on the clone. It's kind of hard to gamble on a convention exclusive. Usually those are limited in numbers and you have 
typically more people to the convention than there are products. So you really can't gamble on the convention exclusives. And if you do, you never can tell. You really can't. I have bought things at conventions and hemmed and hawed and decided to go with it that are worth hundreds of dollars now and it made maybe 20 But then again, I got this thing like the Darth Vader pink helmet that paid 64 and now it's 20 Yeah. It, in the end, if we waited, I guess it would all break even. But it's not like the Macquarie Vader bust is up here for $20. No, that's it, correct. It's not like the Gentle Giant Stormtrooper 12-inch jumbo figure is on here for $20. It's specifically the Pepto-Bismol pink Vader helmet that I hated when I bought it, but it was for a good cause. And I like pink. Speaking about good causes, we want to give a shout out to Star Wars artist Kevin Graham. He's done a number of top series. He really helped us out at Celebration 5 by doing that at-at-tastic art. At-at-tastic. Of our Celebration 5 shirt that it was so cool just to see all over the place at Celebration because I mean, we had... Hundreds of those shirts printed up for all the attendees at our party and got to see it all weekend. Kevin had a computer crash and is needing a new computer. And as such, he is offering some really great prices on both custom commissions as well as some artist proof cards from Star Wars Galaxy 6 or the Star Wars Clone Wars trading card sets. He'll do custom sketch cards in black and white or color. He had some larger works that are original that he was selling as well as taking custom orders. So if you're interested in getting a great deal on some great art, email him at orders at kevingramart.com and talk to him. He just did such a wonderful job on our shirt that and his Celebration 5 print was just so cool with the five bounty hunters that I highly recommend him as an artist and suggest you check it out if you're one of those people who really would like some of those artist proof cards that can be very hard to come by. Now, over at Brian's Toys, if you're having trouble finding the latest Ways of Star Wars figures, they have Wave 4 in stock, and Arnie's Wave 4 and 5 have shipped. Yes, they have Wave 5 in stock right now if you want to order. Thank heavens for that one of every figure club. It is quite a relief. They also have some modern prototype figures that you can get. If you are interested in a hard-to-find, one-of-a-kind collectible, you can get a prototype of Darth Maul from the Hangar Duel. You can get a prototype Tebow, a prototype Geonosian Warrior, Evan Peel. Check them all out at Brian'sToys.com. And as always, when checking out at Brian's Toys, please be sure to mention that you heard about them on Star Wars Action News. If you're on our forums, there was a really great post by Jedi partner Dale about crocheted Star Wars items that he found at a website called Lufa Your Life, which is handmade soaps and gifts. They have a freaking adorable Greedo. That Greedo fills my heart with want. I know. And he has a little cute Yoda. I guess it's a girl that makes this. I'm not going to say. It could be a boy. It could be a girl. There's a Yoda with a cute little robe and two different Ewoks. One is regular Ewok, just made out of regular yarn, and they have the little red hood. And then there's one made out of mohair, so he's fuzzy and cute, and he's got the little red hood, too. Very, very, very cute. The Ewok will set you, like, $22 back. Looks like they're all around $21 to $23, maybe $24. You can get a set of two for $40. That's the Yoda and the Ewok specifically, but not the mohair Ewok. And all orders placed before February 14th get 14% off. Well, maybe you'll have to get me a Greedo. I might have to. You really like him? He is really cute. I like his big bulbous eyes that reflect just like the real Greedo. Now, I have some patterns for some little crocheted Star Wars items, but I have not had the time to sit down and crochet because I don't have much free time, it turns out. 
I hope to get to them soon, but there's an Ewok, Chewbacca, I think a Leia and a Luke. I don't think there's a Greedo, though. The Greedo is what takes the cake. <laughs> so thanks to Dale for posting that. So that's what we found online. Let's see what you guys are finding by going to our voicemails. Hey, Arnie. Hey, Marjorie. It's Sean. Darth Curry on the forums. How you guys doing? Uh, just got a little odd store report for you. Uh, it just came from my local Target here in Staten Island, and it had a very strange thing happen. The basic figures are marked at uh, at an already high seven ninety nine, and as they scan, they actually come up as nine fifty nine. I don't know why, but uh, and I don't know if this is just my store here or if it's a common problem. But uh, just watch out if you if you're you know, buying any figures at Target, just be careful of uh, what they ring up for when they scan. Because uh, they say one thing on the tags and quite another thing when they scan. So just passing it along, a little word of warning. Uh, love the show. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for the heads up, Darth Perry. I have heard that Targets were raising their prices up on the figures to eight ninety nine, which I guess with sales tax could be nine fifty nine. I I wish I'd known how that story ended. Like, did you say no, no, they're seven ninety nine, and they changed the price for you, or did you say forget this and put the figures back? I, I'd like to know how that story, if it had a happy ending. When the grocery scanners were new, there used to be the policy at most stores where if the price on the shelf was different than the price at the checkout, you get the item free. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore because we're used to the items being incorrectly priced. Now, last week, Toys R Us had the sale that we talked about of two figures for ten ninety nine for basic Star Wars figures. When we went in looking for those Endor figures, it looks like the vintage were included at our store with that. At least the tags were there. And I would fight them if I was buying them. If I pulled vintage figures off the pegs and went up to the checkout and they did not ring up sale price, I'd march that little cashier right back there and demand the price. It was specifically on the vintage price tags. Again, though, I think there's just a lot of confusion going on because, I mean, as much as we're into toys... And I mean, we, as in you guys, the listeners, as well as us, the people who work at these stores, especially the department stores, aren't. And they don't know the difference between a vintage figure and a Saga Legends and a Clone Wars. It's it's all Star Wars to them. Exactly. But if you start fighting them on it, then they're going to start going to skews. And if somebody was told, go put this on the Star Wars figures, are they going to not put them on the vintage figures? Probably not. But thanks for that report. And yes, keep an eye out, everyone, for rising prices. Hey, Marjorie and Arnie, this is Barrett, Master collect them all from the forums. Your holocron enhancer. <laughs> I love Conan. So I'm calling in today to announce the winner of our Star Wars Series 1 Vinylmation Super Chaser Ghost Variant Obi-Wan Kenobi Contest. That is a mouthful. And we had such interest generated in this contest that I, I could not come to just pick one name as a winner. So what I did is I picked three names. First runner-up and a second runner-up will get a duplicate figure, either a Yoda, a Luke, or a 3PO. And that's one of the duplicate figures that I picked up there at Disney, downtown Disney. And they're pretty hard figures to come by anyway, so I just didn't want everybody to go away empty-handed. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the third name first, and the first name I picked, who will win the Super Chaser last. Okay? So here we go. So second runner-up, second runner-up, who will win a duplicate figure of your choosing is Ringside Jedi. Ringside Jedi. Congratulations. 
You have 30 days to PM me once you hear this show. And in the PM, you can choose which figure that you want, and I'll get it out to you. Okay, the second name I have is, which is the first runner-up, is LNB9404, Lionel Niagara Barrent 9404. You are the first runner-up, and you also win a duplicate figure that I received that I picked up at Downtown Disney. And again, you have 30 days to get in contact with me to PM me on the forums. And in that PM, you can choose whether you want the Yoda, a Luke Skywalker, or a C-3PO figure, because those are the duplicates I have. And our grand prize winner of the Super Chaser Ghost Obi-Wan variant figure is... Drum roll, please. No Jedi. No Jedi. Congratulations. No Jedi. N-O-J-E-D-I. Congratulations, my friend. You are the winner. So, once again, once you hear your name, PM me within 30 days of this show. Now, you have 30 days to get a hold of me to claim your prize. If you do not get a hold of me within 30 days, I will pick another name at random, and they will get your prize. <laughs> if they get in contact with me within the 30 days. So, go ahead and contact with, get in contact with me. I will get you guys' prizes out ASAP. Once again, I want to thank everybody who participated in this contest. It was really, really fun to read everybody's posts. And congratulations to the winners. And Marjorie and Arnie, Arnie, I'll give it back to you. Thank you again, Barrett, for running such a great contest. Had a lot of new people to the forums because Mm -hmm. the Vinylmation, you know, it's Star Wars, it's Disney, it's Rare. It's autographed. It covered so many bases, just a lot of interest. So thank you for running such a fun contest for the listeners. And congratulations, No Jedi, on getting the big prize. I guess I still have a job then. Yes, you still have a job. Hmm. And speaking of Disney, they announced Star Wars Disney Weekends for this summer, which you can find at the Disney blog. We'll link to it from our homepage. But Anthony Daniels is going to be the celebrity guest for Weekends 1 and 2. Always a good time. Wow, he never appears anywhere. That's so rare. How'd they get him? And Ashley Eckstein's going to be their celebrity host for all of the Star Wars weekends. And she started out at Disney. She had a job there when she was a teenager. And was on the Disney Channel. And from this area, so from Orlando. So if you're not going for the opening of Star Tours, any of these Star Wars weekends would be a great time to visit Star Tours. Although hot. We've been to Star Wars weekends at Disney. Hot. A little warm, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. People were punching each other for a spot in the shade. Yeah. It's been a bird pooped on you. Well, yes, but that had nothing to do with the heat. The bird was really hot. Now, you guys and girls, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Hopefully, you've already done your shopping. I'm done shopping for my wife. I know. I'm so excited. I got my first high-end collectible. Some women like flowers. Some women like perfume. My wife likes collectibles. I do. I lucked out. Yes, you did. I'm the best wife ever in many ways, though. Listen to Marvelicious Toys to find out why. But if you need to get Valentine's Day cards for your kids or maybe you give them to people at work, I don't know if that's politically correct. (laughs) It could end up with a harassment suit, but I would love to see it if workplaces had it where it was mandated that you give a valentine to every member of your team like it was mandated in grade school that yeah. you had to give valentines to everyone and 
Well, there are a plethora of Star Wars Valentines out in the stores. Do you remember when it was just like one set and you had to get it to Target because they only shipped it once? And if you didn't get there like the first week, you didn't get it at all. But I'm disappointed because only one set out of four that we found is original trilogy. And the original trilogy set is quite obviously leftover stock from last year. Absolutely positively leftover stock from last year. It is in the red, white card kind of color. And it's just Valentine's. It's 32 Valentine's. No. And it has a copyright date of 2009. Does it? Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> it is quite simply something they didn't sell last year. There are nothing special about these. I think we did have these all last year, to be honest. If you look at them, they are original. They're not even all original trilogy, Arnie. No, there's Anakin. Actually, they're all... And Darth Maul. No, there's a somewhat decent mix, but... There's a somewhat decent mix. You get a Darth Vader. Gee, wow. Hmm. Luke Skywalker, it's Jedi Luke. You have a Yoda from Episode 3. Technically Episode 2. Okay, Episode 2, Darth Maul. R2-D2, just generic... An Anakin from Episode 3, a Stormtrooper, and then Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting is the big Valentine that you give to someone very special. Because you always cut off the limbs of the one you love. You do. That's what I plan to do to you later tonight. On the back, you have a generic two-from kind of thing. And And it's all Episode 3 art, but this is the only one with original trilogy packaging in that it has Vader on the cover. Yeah. But it's still mostly Clone Wars. But it is Episode 3 Vader, though. But you know what? Even though there was some prequel trilogy in there that is the only movie base set we have the other three sets all in the new blue and white stormy dark side packaging are clone wars they are the first set is lenticular valentines which these give me a headache for some reason these lenticulars maybe they're cheap lenticulars jerry would know because jerry knows about all things cardboard paper and boxes and lenticular and lenticular they're not the world's greatest lenticulars they're like the old timey ones where you can almost see the lines between the image and they don't have the 3d effect so much as it's just two pictures and there's nine designs from the clone wars you get cad bane obi-wan kenobi ahsoka aura singh yoda captain rex c-3po and r2d2 always get to share a card and i think that's crap anakin and pre vizsla well depending on which of the lenticular ways you're looking at it r2d2's half out of the frame for one you're right i got a headache on these two something's wrong with they just all of a sudden, it, it's like that 3D headache. Yeah. They're definitely not 3D, but... It happened within seconds of yeah. looking at them. I opened the package, and it's like, bam, your eyes and your head hurt. Yeah, it was like eye strain. Wow, that's painful. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating. It's... Ow. <laughs> the next set is, again, Clone Wars. 16 Valentines and... Wow, this is really spoiling it for Arnie. So you always give the one you love pencils. This is guaranteed to hurt your eyes less unless you poke yourself in the eye with a pencil. The pencils are all one design, and it's Anakin. Cartoon Anakin. The Valentines. I can't stand the smell of pencil erasers either. Wow, these are the cheapest paper ever! Oh my gosh! You get... While C-3PO and R2-D2 have to share a card, they do get the big card at the end to give your crush... But you get... I hate that, where it's like almost a court-mandated, you must give everyone a valentine. Yeah. And, you know, the ones you have to give, you always just go, you sign your name, or I had to give you this. But then you always find a way to show the cute girl or the cute guy by giving them the big valentine. Yes. And writing XOXOXO, like in that Hugs new Black Eyed Peas song. You get a Captain Rex who says, I've got your back. I don't know what that means for Valentine's Day, but maybe Captain Rex likes it. I'm not going to go on. Yoda has an exciting day you will have. 
Commander Cody, who says, yes, sir, let's have a great Valentine's Day. And the- <laughs> don't ask, don't tell, Cody. <laughs> yes, sir, let's have a great well, Valentine. I think him and Rex are kind of getting together, maybe. <laughs> There's something going on there. I've got your back. Yes, sir, let's have a great Valentine's I, Day. I guess he can say, yes, sir, let's have a great Valentine's Day now that don't ask, don't tell has been repealed. Maybe. I mean, I'm all for it, but I just didn't expect it of Rex. No, you're not for don't ask, don't tell. You're no, for I'm the all, yeah, repeal of it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. And the droids get, let's make a great team, Valentine. Now, Arnie, feel these paper. When you care enough to send the very worst. And it looks like our big one got folded over in it the did. package. It did. And it ha- oh, it's a weird perforated edge. I think you can make a 3D standee out of it. Oh. Or oh, no-, no, the pencil goes in it. Oh, the pencil goes in it. Yeah, here, let me show you. I guess if you want to. What anniversary is wood? <laughs> the last anniversary. The last. Are there envelopes for these? Do you? No, this is what because you do. Because I was wondering how you None fit of these the pencil em- in the envelope. None of these have envelopes. Okay. You know, not to digress too far, but this is the 21st century. Don't you just text your Valentine anymore? Like, especially the tweens. Don't they just sext each other on Valentine's Day? Do they really need this? There are more characters, but it looks like there's some kind of weird packing because you get three of the Rex... Cody, Yoda, and droids, and then you get one sleeve of, you only get one Ahsoka, which is May the Force Be With You on Valentine's Day, one Padme, Happy V-Day to a powerful friend, one Obi-Wan, I've got a great feeling about this Valentine's Day, and one Anakin, Happy Valentine's Day to a mighty ally. These lines are groaners. They are, but there's always a little play, and usually they're pretty bad. Not gonna lie. I know. I think I remember giving out Spider-Man once that said, I'm stuck on you, Valentine, and... You know, all of those. I probably gave out some He-Man ones as a kid. By the power of Grayskull, be my Valentine. You know, lame stuff, but... Speaking of lame, I saved the best one for last. This is 16 Valentines with 16 magnets. Now, the Valentines themselves are actually the best quality ones I've seen of this whole lot. They're a heavier, slightly heavier card stack, but they're glossy on one side, so it gives them a little bit more of a quality feel. But they have the same art... And it looks like the same sayings. They didn't really have too many copywriters on this, it looks like. (laughs) The only one that's different is you do have an Ahsoka and Obi-Wan here that says, I've got a great feeling about this Valentine's Day. So I guess Ahsoka doesn't get to say anything on these. But the reason why this set is lame is it comes with 16 magnets. What's wrong with magnets, Marjorie? Well, these are like little bottle cup size magnets that are all Captain Rex. Every single one of them is the same. And I can't see how to attach it to the Valentine. Are you supposed to just give it to someone? Then what if they eat it? What if it's a super magnet? And there's still no envelopes? No envelopes. So you can't put the magnet in it. It's likely not a super magnet. I think that's a little bit of a paranoid fear. But it does kind of lame that they only gave us Captain Rex magnets. I mean, if you're going to give us 16 magnets that are identical, make them just regular clones. Now, this is the only set that came with little heart stickers to which seal your envelopes or your valentines together because they don't have envelopes you are right that this is the nicest card stock and it does appear that they like fold over so that way you seal them with the sticker they're pre-scored so you can fold them over easily you don't have that crazy crooked kid-like folding now this may be me being just too detail oriented but the side that you write your name on which has cody or rex and it's where you just say to who the valentine is it's red now, I've tried writing on this type of cardstock with ballpoint pens, and the ballpoint pen doesn't really roll very well. 
and a pencil won't really work. And it's going to get hard to show, get something to show up against this red color. Now, the instructions say there's envelopes. Am I missing something? <gasps> These are the envelopes. I get it. Okay, where's the perforation? Okay, I get it now. I wondered why these cards were different. The two at the end here are little envelopes. So there's only really, what, two card designs, and then you put your little... Okay, so there are envelopes, and you could put the magnets in the envelopes. Yes. And that explains why they included the heart stickers. Yes, those are little envelopes. So that's... that's the nicest set. So yeah. the nicest set, if you want to be the cool kid with, or if your kid wants to be the cool kid with the best Star Wars Valentines, either go with the movie ones because the movies are coolest, or go with the set with the magnets. Avoid the set with the pencils, and really avoid the lenticulars because they give us both headaches. Yeah, that being said, though, I am the person who gets headaches at 3D movies all the time. I don't, but that gave me a headache instantly. Mm -hmm. So that is our rundown of this year's Valentines, and they're just not all that many. I mean, I'm just disappointed that no Han and Leia Valentine. No, and you think that would be a classic. You're my Valentine. I know. I mean, you could do stuff like that. Yeah, but these kids don't know who Han and Leia are, and you know that's true. I cannot, cannot, cannot. Wait till 2015 when A New Hope 3D is in theaters, and then everyone gets educated. But for the one your heart truly desires, we found something else at Target. At Target, they had the things called Hero Pops, and they were giant lollipops, but with Star Wars imprints. You know how they make, like, the relief lollipops? It's like they spray paint sugar on. It's just this white design yeah. with a little shading. It never tastes very good, as I recall. I haven't had one in a long time. But as I recall, they don't taste very good. But there are three Hero Pops, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Captain Rex, who is in a diving shooting pose. So he does not wish to be ingested. <laughs> you guys can listen to the bloopers before you figure out where we got that one. <laughs> really hard to talk about a lollipop and stay clean really hard these were 99 cents a piece i have only seen them at targets yeah no one else ever has any star wars valentine stuff other than the cards though right but the candies didn't find any place else toys r us kmart did not see those so happy valentine's day to you all and may you stay warm and with your loved ones licking star wars hero pops and giving each other star wars magnet valentines while we are in cold cold new york at toy it's fair it's cold cold here right now we have more snow than new york finally this week i want to talk about some new figures we got which was the entertainment earth exclusive comic packs we've had these here for a few weeks been meaning to get to review them just hadn't had a chance and as they're the only new figures I've gotten yet because we haven't seen Wave 4 and my Brian's toy shipment has shipped, but I haven't gotten it yet, I want to talk about some new Hasbro figures. And the first one is from Star Wars Legacy number 7 of Darth Nile and Delia Blue. Although Delia Blue is not blue, she's actually pink. It's Delia. She is pink and purple, actually. Did all the women in the Hasbro Star Wars universe have implants? <laughs> I have to say, I really like the Darth Nile figure, though. I like the design. He looks evil. He would be very good. But here's the thing. He's got, like, total emo hair, and he looks like some idiot that you went to high school with and thinks he's tough. At this point, I mean, Hasbro complained that they gave too many EU figures out and that the collectors just weren't going for the EU figures. Might I come down just on the side that they went to too many legacy figures? I realize that with Darth Talon and... Everything. It's a highly acclaimed comic series. It's a very visually striking comic series. 
It's a now canceled comic series. And between this and the battle pack that went on clearance at Entertainment Earth and all the various ones they've did. I mean, these are comic packs. They had to go to a comic, but they went to a lot of legacy comics. That said, I'm glad to have a Darth Nile to go with the legacy figures because I've got so many other legacy figures now. I can really build a fairly competent diorama now. Sadly, having only read a couple issues of Legacy and a while ago at that, I'm not too familiar with these characters. Darth Nihil is, of course, a Sith. And according to the back of the card, Deliah Blue repairs the Minoc so that his crew, the Jedi, and the gravely wounded princess can flee the attacking Sith. I don't like her colors, although she looks like a slightly loose woman who's cheering on a Brazil World Cup match. Because I she's, can see that, yeah. She's got the exact right shades of green and yellow for Brazil! Brazil! Yes, I concur. She, she, her colors are just, they're not of the Star Wars universe. I, I guess that's my problem with her. I would agree. And even looking at the comic art that they've included, it looks like they made her far more candy-colored than the comic art mm-hmm. on the package. She should be just kind of a flush color. Not flesh, flush. Like, Instead of hot pink? Yeah. And yes, now that you've said it, all I can see with him is emo guy. It's the bangs, isn't it? Can't you see him wearing those pants from Hot Topic with all the buckles that hang down on the floor and like the really big baggy legs? Now all I see is if somebody just painted lower fang mouth on Uh Marilyn Manson. Yep, pretty much. The beautiful Sith now. The beautiful Sith now. The second pack is from the Knights of the Old Republic comic series, and it's Jariel and Roland Dyer. Roland Dyer is a Mando... And Jariel is an Arcanian protector. I'm going to give them some props on the Roland figure for the facial scarring. I really think they did a good job showing that he has been through some battles. I remember in Attack of the Clones, they tried to give Jango Fett some facial scars, and it just didn't work out right. It just looked like somebody had drawn on him with a Sharpie. A fine point Sharpie, but a Sharpie. I think these look pretty good compared to the pictures they've got. And he's not your typical Mando. I mean, being from the Knights of the Old Republic, he doesn't just look like they reused a Boba Fett body. No, no, he doesn't. I think those are pretty good representations, though. For Jariel, I like her long, light staff. She's got some soft goods, a good pouch. I like her accessories. Her facial tattoos make me think of Clive Barker's Nightbreed a little bit. (laughs) I'm probably the only one who ever thinks of Nightbreed ever. Yes. But that's what it reminds me of. Not a bad figure. Again, though, I'm going to agree with you, not very Star Wars-y. I don't know. I could probably put Roland Dyer in a background of any situation with his armor. Her? She looks like she's from Hellboy 2. Yeah, exactly. The 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 princess. princess. Which, this comic was around before that, but I don't know when that Hellboy comic was around, though. The third set, possibly my favorite, is from X-Wing Rogue Squadron. It's number 29 of the comic, and it has two characters I know very well from EU. They weren't just in comics like some of these other characters. They also were in books and a lot of places. So I think that, you know, I know Knights of the Old Republic and Legacy have their ardent fans, but I think that the scope and impact of characters should be looked at when they're included. And Yasarn Isard and Baron Sunterfell are definitely two who are way up there as having far-reaching impacts. Isard from all of the X-Wing novels as well as the comics. Baron Sunterfell, father of the Baron Fell, who is in the Legacy of the Force books. And just fine all-around figures. You asked if all the women have implants? I don't think she does. 
No, they didn't make her as boobtastic as the others. She does have an unfortunate hair dye coloring, though. I like the Baron Fell. I don't know why that, but that, mo- that goatee and mustache are kind of menacing on him. They painted it really thick on him. They so did. It, it's like it's very bushy. He's not scary with the hat off, but with the hat on, he's very menacing. I like the little red stripes that they put down the sleeve, too. It's not just your standard Imperial officer tunic. They included with him a TIE fighter pilot helmet with a rebel insignia on it. I guess it's so you could do a head swap and have the helmet and put it just on a TIE fighter pilot figure if you had a spare. No, you could because that really doesn't go together. No, unless he's just supposed to be holding the helmet like, I just changed clothes and haven't put my helmet down. Maybe he uses it to impress the ladies. Possibly. Ladies like a man with a big helmet. We do. And finally, another contender for my favorite pack. Star Wars Jango Fett number two from Jango Fett Open Season is Montross and Jaster Mareel. Now, Montross, I know best. I haven't read the comic, but I remember the Jango Fett Bounty Hunter game for the GameCube. I dare say that's my favorite Star Wars game of the 21st century. I don't know. The Force Unleashed, Lego Star Wars for the original trilogy, and Knights of the Old Republic are all up there. But Jango Fett Bounty Hunter was such a fun game with such a great story written by Hayden Blackman. And they had this tie-in comic. Well, your final baddie was Montross, voiced by Clancy Brown, who you may know as Brother Justin from Carnival. Oh, wait, no one watched that show. Oh, he has a very menacing, haunting, and amazing voice. There's some actors that you see, you can just close your eyes and know they're better suited for voice work because they have such an amazing voice, and he is one of them. I don't know. I think he's pretty good as a face actor, too. I'm not saying he's not a good actor. I'm saying that his voice is scary, great, all-in-one. Kind of. Like, I think Jeff Bridges has one of those voices, too, because he does angry very well. He was on Lost as the guy who was manning the hatch when Desmond showed up, and... He is now on the Clone Wars as the voice of Savage Press. Hmm. So you get the Montrose figure as well as Jaster Mareel, another character with wide impact. Can I tell you, they really made Jaster Mareel look like an old Englishman. I, I mean, they gave him the jowls and things. You just, you picture it. I, I think it looks really, really well done. Yeah, I totally buy he's British. Not saying that you British people look different or anything, but he looks very noble. You know what it is? Yeah, it's noble. It's almost a Lawrence of Arabia. What's the name of that actor? Lawrence Olivier? I don't know. Peter O'Toole. He kind of looks like Peter O'Toole during his Supergirl days. Montrose sounds like a heavy metal band. (laughs) It does. And I I don't think either one is actually British, but it's just that's what I got off of Jaster Muriel's face. Montrose, my only problem is I really wanted him from the video game. And I remember him wearing red in the video game and being a real muscular guy in red. Here he's in the blue from the comic book. I suppose I could always buy a second one of these to custom, although my wife would then yell at me. (laughs) Well, that's funny. Other men have home construction that they never finish. Arnie has customization that he never finishes. Actually, it wouldn't be too hard of a custom to swap a Jaster Mareel red cloak and some of the body and with the Montross head and short sleeves. I don't know why Montross wears so short sleeves. He's like... He's tough. It's beer muscles. But they did do a good job of making him ripped. He's got really muscular arms. I do not like his blue cloak, though. Nah, it's a little not the greatest soft goods application. And both have removable helmets. Good for any Mando squad. So while these are a little bit pricier and a little bit harder to find as Entertainment Earth exclusives, 
They are making their way to other places on the web. And in fact, thanks to Star Wars Action News sponsor Backstage Toys, we are giving away a full set of these comic packs. It's actually quite a good deal. Very thankful for Backstage Toys for doing this. We're going to let this contest run for two weeks and we're going to do it like we did the Disney one. We're going to set up a thread in the forums simply titled Backstage Toys Comic Pack Contest, just because I'm not as inventive as Barrent when it comes to forum name titles. <laughs> and all you have to do is post in there in the next two weeks and then listen to our show on February 28th to find out if you've won. And thanks again to Backstage Toys for running this contest. And that is our show for this week. We will be back next week twice, Saturday talking about Hasbro and Sunday talking about everything else. A shout out in advance to Jason, Jason, the other Jason, Barrent, Justin, and everyone else pitching in and the Star Wars Action News staff to get the shows up while we are in New York and recording. You may think that we'll be luxuriating in New York, but that's not the case. It is a whirlwind tour of toy fair hasbro does their thing on saturday and it's crazy going back to the hotel and editing all those photos arnie loves to take pictures of everything from a million different angles it's like their first birthday we gotta talk about them look at them because when you're taking pictures of them you really don't look at them sometimes you don't see them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then on sunday we start out early with lego and then we move on to the rest of the floor when they open so it's it's not like we're sitting up with our feet up watching the city what would a vacation like that be like? I don't know. We should take one sometime. Arnie should take me to a beach, Sonny. So that is our show. Be sure to check out Marvelicious Toys at MarveliciousToys.com. We did a bonus episode this week pre-Toy Fair where we are reviewing hands-on the first wave of Thor figures. You can find that at MarveliciousToys.com. And check out Marvelicious Toys during Toy Fair for all the coverage of Captain America, Thor, X-Men, All those big movies coming out this summer, as well as all the other Marvel figures and toys coming out from Hasbro. We'll be doing that the weekend of Toy Fair as well. So thank you for listening, and we'll be back Saturday from New York. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News book club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at swactionnews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. 
Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit yakface.com, hanshideout.blogspot.com, and jedi-temple-archives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is website designed by Jason, associate produced and announcements by Brock, reporters Jerry, Dan, Steve, and Justin, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Barrett. Star Wars Action News is copyright 2011, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, all rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a production of Venganza Media Incorporated. Live on MP3 doesn't quite have the same ring as live on tape. Oh, it's not live on tape, it's recorded. Yes, that's live on tape, when it was recorded live, but on tape. Jay Leno explained it all to us at Celebration 4. Jay Leno? Yeah, we went and saw Leno at Celebration oh, 4. Right. And he explained what live on tape meant. Uh-huh. He's but beyond all that... <laughs> So do you think after episode three, Anakin started a band, Sith and Roses? I used to love her, but I had to choke her. You know, that song was by Charles Manson, though, right? No, that wasn't by Charles Manson. The Charles Manson one was the one at the end of the spaghetti incidents about Look at Your Game Girl. Oh, I thought that I used to love her, but I had to kill her was Charles Manson. No, that's all Axl Rose, but he says he's singing about his dog. Why did he kill his dog? I don't like Axl Rose anymore. I think she had to put he put her to sleep. She, oh. you know, he didn't like kill her, kill her. But it's it wasn't about murder. someone bitching and bitching and bitching. She bitched so much, so I had to shut her up. No, she bitched so much, she drove me nuts. Yeah, and I can still hear her complain. Mm. But he says it's about his dog. Hmm. So when they find the body in his yard, he's not going to go down without a fight. You're not going to suck him without his. <gasps> <laughs> Oops. It's a lollipop. I mean, nothing by it. It's a lollipop. No. I guess before you lick him, he's going to put up a fight. <laughs> That's no better. It's a lollipop. Nope. He really doesn't want to be put in your mouth. No? Mm-mm. He does not want you to eat him. Mm-mm. He does not want to be ingested? All right, we'll go with that one. Darth Nile is quite obviously a Sith, hence the Darth.